Sugar, sugar, sugar. Spice, spice, spice. And everything nice. These were the ingredients chosen to create the perfect partner. But Professor Utonium accidentally added an extra ingredient to the concoction. Chemical X. Hey guys, welcome back to Sugar and Spice TV. And we are finally back after a really long break. It was needed, definitely, but, you know, it's good to take that mental health break. It's good to take that time just for yourself so that you can be able to regroup and center yourself. And we are back. So with that being said, just make sure you guys subscribe, follow all social platforms at Sugar and Spice TV. If you want to send us an email at uh, Sugar and Spice TV NY at gmail.com. Any donations on Cash App to dollar sign Sugar and Spice TV. And make sure you follow me on Instagram too at Perky Perp. I do all kinds of things. I do music videos. I paint. I do graphic design. I do cover art. I do all sorts of things. So just check me out and let me know what you see fit and then just hit me up. For today, we have a special guest. Her name is Panda. Yes, that's me. I'm True Pandana on all social media platforms, though. So T-R-U-E-P-A-N-D-A-N-A on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook. Uh, I'm definitely forgetting something, but it's True Pandana on that, too. I like that, True Pandana. Where you got that name from? It was just Pandana. I've, I've told the story before, but I'm going to say it again. Fuck it. Um, <laughs> It was just Pandana. I didn't trademark it or anything, but I came out as the artist Pandana because my real name is Anna something. And Panda, my friends call me either Panda or Anna. So it just literally was a combination of the two, but it kind of sounds cool. So Pandana. Like Some, Bandana. Yeah. I like that's that. That's what I thought. So, yeah. no cap. I wanted to like trademark Bandanas with a Panda on them, all that shit. But um, some lady from Romania, 60 year old mm. lady who plays the pan flute, her name's Dana, and she trademarked pandana so now when you google it, it she comes up oh shit. so i was like i gotta change my name this sucks nah i'm not competing for my name that's I'll the go. worst especially yeah. when but somebody has your name pandana that's all that matters Bye. so what do you do what do you like what's your creative outlet creative outlet i mean i make music for fun i just finished setting up like a music studio in my home i converted one of my, like, big-ass walk-in closets, it was, like, the size of a little bedroom into a music studio. Wow, and that's beautiful. Thank you. I'm so, like, proud of it because I put so much effort into it, and it looks really nice. Like this, it kind of gives me these vibes on a much smaller scale because the studio's fire. You, you have know? the LED lights going on. You have the vibes. Of course. That's know, good. A bunch of murals on the wall and stuff. Mm -hmm. and stuff that, like, inspires me. Motivational quotes, all that shit. Did you always grow up loving music, or was that something you grew into? I always loved music. I feel like we all love music. Yeah. I don't think anyone can sit back and say, no, I hate music. I like to sit in silence the rest of my life. Right. No, no. but I'm, when I mean, when I say that, I mean, like, did you grow up, um, like, making music? I grew up poetically. I never thought I had what it took to make music until, okay. like, six months ago. That's when I really started getting into it. And I was like, I can do this. I'm doing this. Fuck it. I'm doing the damn thing. That's and all I'm that matters. That's all you really have to do is say, I'm doing it. Yeah. Whoever doesn't like it, kiss my ass. Literally. So... Yeah. <laughs> so you dropped your first project six months ago? Uh, No, I dropped my first project like three or four months ago. Wow, okay. Yeah. And what's what's the name of that project? Well, that was just a bunch of singles my, starting in November. So I have a bunch of different singles out now. I'm working on a project that I have not figured out the name of yet. Mm -hmm. But it has a bunch of... It's, it's more like alternative rap, if that makes sense. Yeah. I would say like... 
my biggest inspiration musically is Tory Lanez, but mm. I don't make music anything like him. It's just not my lane. It's Tory Lanez lane. He so, has own lane. Yeah. He's in his own <laughs> lane. So then my biggest inspiration that I feel I can resonate with is Trippy Red, and I love oh. that kind of music. And I can make. I've gotten into it to the point where I started making my own beats, and I found those to be the most fun to make. And then the, it. Like hearing a beat that I made that I love that's like alternative rap inspires me to make my own song from it and it just kind of spirals from there. Yeah. Now that you mention it, Tory Lanez, not Tory Lanez, uh, Trippy Red's music, his music is different because of it. his howling. Like, I don't know what he does with his voice. I can't do it. Yeah. I will strain it. I agree. But he, I like his music too. So I know what you mean. It's different. Yeah. That's for sure. Um, okay, so also I wanted to talk a little bit about your outfit because you. you look good. I appreciate that. Can you talk about it a little bit? Like it was what's very going cheap. On? Besides my Balenciaga bag. Um, All right, can we? Uh, we gotta have it together. You gotta okay, put it together. Right, there this, you go. This is what we're working with. I'm getting caught up in this wire. My bad. <laughs> um, this is what we're working with. Now people look at the bag and I guess they just assume I'm a ton of money, which is great. That's what I'm going for. But the outfit itself actually was not expensive at all. I got this shirt from Sheen. I don't remember how much it was, but it was definitely less than ten dollars. I love Sheen. Sheen is my holy grail. Is that how you pronounce it? I've been I was Sheen. On, Sheen or Sheen? I was talking to my TikTokers about it last night, and we were debating <laughs> like crazy. We could not figure it out i don't know if it's sheen like she's in yeah or like sheen like sheen yeah i don't know but, but. now that they have it for men i just assume it's sheen because yeah he he in <laughs> but um yeah so i got this shirt from sheen she in for less than ten dollars mm-hmm. and these stockings they were definitely on sale there too so i know they were less than ten dollars they're probably less than five dollars um these shoes I love them. I have no idea where they came from. I was just organizing my closet and I found them the other day. So I'm assuming they're zero dollars because I don't remember paying for them. <laughs> they were probably a gift. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Or one of my homegirls left them in my house. And if you did, shout out to you. They're very cute. I mean, I they're cute. Know. They match the outfit. That's all Thank that matters. You. Yeah. And then these shorts, I got them from the Hello Kitty Forever 21 collab. Ooh, I, I love that one. Yeah, uh, that, that one right after the Juicy Couture one, those were like my two faves. Mm-hmm. And they've kind of gone downhill since, but I still have love for Forever 21. And this was a set. It was like one of the cheapest Hello Kitty sets because those are pretty marked up. I mm-hmm. think it was like 25. So you count these at like 15 or 10, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. But it came with like a matching shirt with the kitty on it and whatever. Oh, that's so yeah. cute. I love Hello Kitty. Like that was my, wait, it was Hello Kitty. And what was that other one? It was like a little, um, the like bunny? a, it was like a little Asian girl with two ponytails. I don't know. I don't remember the name of it. I wish I knew what you were talking about. It's okay. <laughs> I used to like the, the angry bunny. I don't remember its name. You know what I'm talking about? The asshole bunny that would just like, you don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it came in different colors, but it was always the same basic bunny. Really? That had a quote with it that was like like something like in a, a humble, censored version of fuck you. Damn, that's I, crazy. I, I wish that. I remembered. I need to fi- I've been trying to figure out the name of that fucking bunny so I could buy merch from that bunny, but I don't remember that bunny's name. So hopefully when this comes out, someone in the comments will remember. Like it was this. Yes, please. I if you know, you, if you guys you remember any of the characters it was like a harajuku doll that you could wear like as a chain or like she came as a purse if you guys remember that please let us know in the comments or if you guys know anything about the bunny bunny, like angry bunny (laughs) right um okay so um also can you talk to us a little bit about where you're from like you know your upbringing if you feel comfortable talking about that yeah of course okay Um, i'm from brooklyn new york born and raised more or less because my parents went out of their way 
even though like we were they were already living there at the time, they went out their way to make sure I was birthed in a hospital, a really good hospital, allegedly good hospital here in Manhattan. And um, but then I spent my whole childhood in Brooklyn. I went to college at Brooklyn College, so I'm very Brooklyn. But um, Brooklyn. I did I did live in Jamaica Queens for several years because I was in foster care. Okay. So from like 14 to 18, I would say, or like 13 to 18, 14 to 19. Some, it was like five years I spent in foster care. What age range was that? All through my high school years mm-hmm. and then going into college. So I would say, yeah, 14 to 19. Okay. And then how was that for you? Very like- positive. Positive, okay. Extremely positive experience because I grew up in a super struggle situation and... um. I never had my parents, like, gift me for doing well. They always just affirmed that I needed to do well. Like, you do well in school or fuck you. Mm-hmm. Shit like that. I didn't really have, like, nice clothes growing up or nothing. I had to, like, steal shit to get what I wanted and just get it by any means. So going into foster care, suddenly I, I, it was a completely different beneficial experience for me because it's like, yo, just for me going to school and doing good and doing the shit that I'm supposed to do, you're going to take me shopping. You're going to buy me clothes. You're going right. to like help me get my driver's license. You're going to put me through driver's ed, all that shit that I never thought was an option because my family could not afford it. So like when I first was in foster care, my pops wanted to fight for me back. And I basically begged him, like, please let me stay here. I so you here. liked being in your foster family. And I made before. friends with like the girls. We're still cool to this day. There was actually um one girl living among us who like became an activist. She's famous, India Moore. Shout out India Moore. Because she's, like, stupid famous now, too. She blew up so much, and I'm so proud of her. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. She was, like, on the—she was a spokesperson for, for Louis Vuitton. I believe their pronouns are they and them now, though, so I don't want to be—I don't want to use the wrong pronouns. But Yeah. For all, uh, just in case, I'll say they, them, because okay. it's, it's safe, I think. But, um, yeah, they blew up. They, they're doing so good, and they became a spokesperson for Louis Vuitton, all this shit. And everyone I kind of lived with there amounted to something. We all, like— really flourish together and you know what's crazy that you say that about um foster care is that i know a couple people who were in foster care and now as adults they really um are powerful too like they are in really big positions like, and, and they're doing great for themselves and they're creative i love to hear it and i'm just like there's wow. such a bad stereotype around it too that kind of deter i feel like youth that don't understand how beneficial foster care can be because of all the negative stereotypes and connotations surrounding it mm-hmm. they end up going in with the wrong mindset and yeah. they sabotage themselves and i'd love for kids to know like yo that shit's a great experience you do the damn thing there you get your collect your like coins in there do what you got to do get your passport get your license all that live your best life grow up from that shit yeah cuz i know that you know unfortunately not everybody has the opportunity to grow up with a family in the foster care system who is also trying to do things for their benefit like some people might end up with a family who you who know scumbags. who so scumbags you, and you like fight as i know it's hard as youth but you fight for your right to get the right placement and the, the things that you're entitled to because all that shit that i got it's literally shit that i didn't know as a kid anyone in foster care is supposed to be entitled to so you fight mm-hmm. for that right because there are scumbags out there and you can there there are ways that you can try your best to get out of those situations and those are really tragic and i really empathize with that too Mm -hmm. so something else that i wanted to talk about too was i don't know if you guys know but elon musk let's talk about that so elon musk just bought twitter guys and i don't know whether to be happy or neutral or sad or i don't i don't really care honestly but should we like should we care should we care that a billionaire just bought 
a social media platform and he's the sole owner of it. I mean, I guess it depends. I feel like I can't care too much because who the fuck am I to police someone else's money? Right. On the other hand, I feel like we all kind of got to care, especially because you were, you were telling me before you saw a clip. I saw a clip, yeah, yeah. so that's the, the video. That, that made me think maybe, fuck, maybe I should care. Right, so yeah. the clip was a bit from um, The Daily Show, right? Trevor With Trevor Noah. Noah. Love him. He's really good. Um, and basically, I'm going to play it for you guys right now so you guys can see it, and we're going to see it, and we're going to react to it. I haven't seen it yet. I just Tim. heard about it so okay. far. So here's the thing. Look, whether you are for Elon Musk or against him, you've got to admit, it is pretty crazy that one man is now in control of all of that. Because before this, Jack Dorsey didn't own Twitter. Right? A lot of people think he did. No, he had 2% of the shares. And even as CEO, he still had to answer to the board. And the board still had to answer to the shareholders. And Twitter itself still had to answer to the SEC. But now as a private company, it's just Elon Musk. Yeah, everything that happens on Twitter from now on is up to him. And also whatever strain his weed guy gives him that day. <laughs> I'm just saying, if he gets the wrong sativa, there could be a race war, people. Prepare yourselves. <laughs> Like, this is the thing, whether it's a billionaire you like or a billionaire you hate, as a society, I think we should spend more time interrogating how easy it is for billionaires to shape our world in their favor. Just think about it. You like it now, you don't like it now, but should they be able to do it? I don't know. Here's the thing, look, whether wow. you- That's a really good point, because I, I tagged Elon Musk in it on Twitter. I'm actually scared that this man is gonna one day, if I ever pop up on Twitter, <laughs> I think he might. And I'm invested in Tesla, don't fuck with me, please. Like, I'm on your you side. You invested in, what year did you invest in Tesla? Uh, like the past two, three years. I've okay, so it, it was really good during the COVID time. I started investing in it the moment they announced that the Cybertruck was gonna drop, which I'm so disappointed in you, Elon. I hope somehow you hear this, I'm so mad. Where's my fucking Cybertruck? Wait, so what was the deal with the Cybertruck? truck it didn't meet street regulations because they they i think the problem with them releasing it is not that they can merely add side mirrors and make it street legal mm -hmm. they built it with a very wide body so i think they built it under the impression that they would be able to kind of sabotage that what we know of society in terms of like these street codes because a lot of them are outdated and yeah. you thought like i'm gonna give you this bigger better truck fuck side mirrors you don't need them this should be completely street legal and the government what? said fuck you it's not street legal because you need there's side gonna mirrors. be the blind spots well like... the blind spots he was using digital okay. coverage for them which is very advanced but the government said we don't trust that fuck you yeah. you're not releasing that i think it might be i'm hoping i'm just trying to justify why i don't have my fucking cyber truck yet but i'm hoping <laughs> it's because he built it so widely that if he was to add cameras it would intrude into each opposing lane so they got to reshape it into a smaller yeah. build so the road is literally not capable to hold that type of thing if it's that wide and you without the 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 if it's that wide without the side mirrors, I think with the side mirrors installed right now, it would be too big and it would encroach in each lane. Mm -hmm. So I think they have to modify the entire build now to make it street legal. But um, aside from the Cybertruck and how angry I am with Elon Musk about not dropping it yet, I did notice Elon was on a tirade about, did you ever hear about the Elon Jet Twitter? Elon I Jet Twitter? track it. Oh, what is that? It's gone now. What he was it? He, I think that might be why he bought Twitter. I tagged him in a post about it, and I'm, I hope he doesn't delete me for it. But because <laughs> I don't want to get yeeted off Twitter, I used to track it. I thought it was so entertaining. It showed because it's legal and it's public information, more or less. Um, it was tracking his private jet, and it would show you what? when it docked. Like his private Elon Elon's jet just docked in Dallas Airport. Elon's jet. Just, That's crazy. Yeah, he was like 
Twitter, you need to fucking remove this. So he's right? like, I'm just gonna buy Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> and now Elon Jet's gone. But I liked see I, I liked his little adventures. I was living vicariously through you, Elon. He's and, yo, that's and crazy. Now, now my 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 my, my uh, what's what's the term? My metaphorical jet, my my inspirational jet is gone. Cause yeah, he bought Time to get that cyber truck. Yeah, I want the cyber truck. <laughs> I mean, I don't want anyone to track my cyber truck. You, you right. can definitely track. If you could track my cyber truck, why can't I track your jet? I need to know. I'm sure that they track those. Yeah. And even Teslas, yeah, have, too. Of course. They have so they much track technology all those. in them. They're so easy to track. Yeah. But, yeah. But um, in terms of him owning a whole social media platform, I think considering he has publicly announced more so lately that he's so right-wing, I think it could have a huge impact on society. And yeah. it could become a right-wing social media platform which depending on where you stand politically may or may not be a good thing may not you may not give a fuck right it might be significant i wish he was more neutral in his political views because then i think it, it could benefit society that you have someone that's just fair and neutral and wants people to get away with saying he obviously has his want. own his but own he ideas has his own agenda yeah and he has his own agenda and that could be scary that's why i, I agree with trevor noah because yeah. he can literally shift things so that it can go in his way just because he has money so now it's like now it begs the question to like society and it's like now because you have money you get to do whatever you want I feel like unfortunately like that's, that's the true case too much. yeah like but we live you know like I I hate I, I know this is funny I hate money but I like the idea of capitalism there's a famous quote that says vice versa which is like I love money but I, I hate capitalism but I sure do love money I do not feel that way I like the idea of being able to build yourself up in society and do good for yourself but by what I consider to be capitalism but I hate the idea that our entire society across the globe is just so dominated yeah. by money and money can you can take money with your capitalist views and just dominate and not give a fuck about anybody mm -hmm. else. Money right now is literally not backed by anything. It's just a piece of paper. They're just printing it and printing it and printing it. And everyone goes crazy for it. And it's like just looking at it like there's this video I saw that it was a like a newborn baby. And they put money in front of the baby. The baby has never seen that before, but the baby somehow loves it. How are we wired to love money that much? We're not wired by nature. It's all nurture, but we're nurtured by society that that is all our lives are worth is pieces of paper. And it's so sad. And crypto wallets and whatever. Now it's crypto wallets, guys. Like, And I get that you're trying to be <laughs> the system, but you're just recreating the system over and just... In a different way. You're just reinforcing the institutionalization yep. of society via currency. And now with technology, now everything is being digital. So, right, it was cash. Matter of fact, not even. It was fucking tulips. They used to trade tulips yes. back then. They used to I trade tulips. I, <laughs> I wish I lived in those days where if you get, if you were attractive and I liked you and you gave my dad a goat, we could get married. Right. Like, that's cute. <laughs> Give my dad a goat. He deserves it. He's a goat. You would trade tulips and then coins. Coins were too heavy. Then like paper bills, paper but at bills. Least coins like, back then were like burned from gold. And yeah. Silver. And they, they were, were actually worth something. They have value. Now yeah. it's just a piece of green paper that if you burn, it's gone. Right. So then after that, then it became the credit cards. Right. Then they started adding the chips to the credit cards. After they started adding the chips to the credit cards, now we can pay with our phones. I think and it's like, become more prevalent, the agenda, which is once they started implementing currency and realized the government all across like the world could control it, 
they started realizing there's easier, better means by which they can control it. So it all comes down to control. Yeah. Monitoring. monitoring that's exactly it. They want to be able to monitor. So if everything is digital, so they can... So are we really in capitalism? Can we really grow for ourselves? I don't know. I don't think mm-hmm. so, considering we are not growing for ourselves. We're growing to accommodate a society that's monitoring us and mediating us and taxing us. Yeah, because all of our money, where does everyone put it? In the bank, right? So the banks, your money is not sitting there. Your money is being used, right? You don't have any money right now. So when you go to the bank and you request your money, they have to fund it from somewhere else. So basically, your money is being loaned to someone else. And then that money, when you go to the bank, they get it from somewhere, someone else. And then you get it. It kind of goes back into what I was saying before coming into here. I had to take Easy Pass. Then I said a joke about how Easy Pass is the mafia. Right. Easy Pass will charge you to encroach on their territory and then tax you like tenfold for it. On top of that, they'll give you an interest rate that's like, it's like a shark loan. They're like Mm -hmm. the mafia. But in a way, so is the government and everything has to do with money in society. It's the mafia because they're taxing us for our own hard work and labor and service. Mm -hmm. Like you have people that are coming to you saying like we're protecting you we're the government right give us money for protection it's very mafia as give us money to pass this toll it's giving fucking troll but beyond the toll just the taxes (laughs) we pay to the government to live and to breathe and to try to marginalize on capitalism and build names for ourselves that is the mafia taking control of our money and like give us money we'll protect you if you don't give us money, then you're asked out. Uncle Sam is like a, a real gang leader, no cap. <laughs> so, um, so you said you were hungry, right? Yeah, I forgot to order my food. Fuck, I will after this, I promise. But you're in New York, though. You said you were vegan. Where are you gonna order vegan food? We're in Manhattan. Baby. Manhattan. I and forgot. I thought I was in the hood. We're not in that. the hood. Yeah, I, they got <laughs> they got vegan spots everywhere, and even in the hood now, they're starting to integrate it. Like, I grew up in Flatbush. My mama still lives in Flatbush. They just opened this amazing. I think it's called Zen Garden. Yeah, Zen Garden. Shout out Zen Garden because I order that every time I go to my mom's crib in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. and um. That, that spot on Flatbush, it's like a vegan ve- slash vegetarian. They have different options. I always order the vegan ones. And um, that shit's popping. They just ordered. They just opened a new vegan spot also in Newark, of all places. The number one place. I never expected that. Wow. Newark. And you I, go there often in Newark? Blueprints? No, but my mechanic, my go-to mechanic, shout out Nelson Auto Repair. My go-to mechanic is over there, and he, he's amazing. He's a goat. So no matter how far I live from there, I'll always go to him because he knows how to take care of my Maserati and like mm-hmm. knows how to take care of my cars. So um I was there the other day dropping off my range for an oil change and when I left, I went for a walk because I Googled vegan food and I realized there's a new vegan spot not far from there, Blueprints Cafe. It's beautiful. They what? decorate they put their heart and soul into building that's that spot. important. And then it like not only is it beautiful, the food was chef's kiss. Immaculate. Immaculate. So. That's good. I mean I feel like it's easier finding vegan food, like, you know, in Manhattan, places where it's, like, very touristy, but, like, in the hood. And, like, I would say the Bronx, because that's where I'm from. Like, uh, you can't find vegan right. food. The deli, right, right? The deli, all they sell are sandwiches and, like, you know, if I go to, cold cuts. If I go to the, the deli in, like, Coney Island, all I get is french fries. All my friends yeah. that with, like, ketchup and hot sauce. That's it. Because that's all I can eat. I'm not eating. And it's healthy. It's healthier to be vegan. I'm not saying it isn't, but I don't know what gets that. me... It's not. It is for like the meat alternatives. That's what but I was going. That's where I was going. Overall, like there's a lot of carbs involved. Unless you're like a bunny rabbit or no shade to like right like uh, 
organic vegans or whole there's a term for it but like super plant-based vegans that only eat vegetables and fruits and stuff i can't do all that i don't remember the last time i ate a salad but Mm -hmm. i eat like a lot of the meat alternatives which are healthier than regular meats they have like more protein less calories like they keep you more lean and cut and fit but um other than that i just eat french fries and pasta i could never get into i could never get into like the vegan looking chicken like, why does it look like chicken, but you don't want to eat something that's dead, but you'd rather look at it, I th- right? I think the reason is to help migrate veganism into society more. Because mm. you don't want to go from craving chicken and a chicken sandwich to eating some, like, chopped up. It might taste delicious, but you don't know. You don't want to try it. So right. they're going to make it look alike to kind of market it to people to push you in that direction because it is like a beneficial direction in terms of saving the lives of animals and Mm -hmm. in terms of health. So they're going to make this healthy food look as close to the unhealthy food as you're already eating as possible to market it. However, it is more expensive. So there is like economic inequalities. There is, it is. And I don't think that's fair considering it should be easier to produce as far as I'm concerned, considering it's It's plants. plants. It's plants. Right. It's what we feed. The but chickens. if you look at if you look, so why does if, it cost more than the chickens? If you go to McDonald's, right? I don't know if you've ever looked at the salad menu, but they have a salad menu. And <laughs> <laughs> they have, I'm definitely not. So the salads are literally more expensive than the entire. Like that is yeah. the most expensive thing yeah. in McDonald's. Like I believe that because it's like that everywhere too. Even at the the bodega, you can get a salad, but then you're paying like twenty dollars for a salad. I'll just take right. my, my two dollar fifty cent French fries with ketchup and hot sauce and call it a day. I'll just buy my like but I'll. You're you're limited in options. It is an economic inequality issue, and I try to like make it uh, economic for myself by cooking more. I've gotten and I'd say it was beneficial to my life as an a. Uh, personally and as an individual because it got me more into cooking and more into things that are just beneficial to my health and well-being and habits however in general it's not for everybody and i yeah. that. i hope someday it can be i hope it can become more normalized because it's healthier it's saving it's it's preventing emissions like there's studies that show it it causes less pollution yeah and also you know you're saving the lives of these dead creatures instead of taking in all these extra energies for me it was like a very spiritual thing when i began it was a matter of not wanting any extra like dead energy yeah because if you think about it all of these animals i've been trying to transition you're that suffer like while they're being slaughtered is like energy right energy doesn't get trans energy doesn't get destroyed it just gets transferred it's proven scientifically yeah yeah so that that energy is literally getting transferred into you like Mm -hmm. so you're literally eating slaughtered animals and i could see how that can damage your lungs your body like you could start decaying getting cancer it was mental especially but yeah there are carcinogens and there's proof of like all these chemicals and meat that make it so unhealthy for your body too but for me it was like very spiritual and mental just a matter of like cleansing my soul and being an individual being free of dead creatures and dead weight inside me and that energy that's like polluting my mind and my soul yeah i don't know to me like knowing all of that i feel like i want to be vegan but it's hard Yay, i'm glad i hope whoever's <laughs> listening to this also feels inspired i like i'm I can sure give you tips slide in my dm i got you yes please it. like i'm about to slide in your dms like i need some tips so like i got you. me I thinking can, about I it send you screenshots of my usual like shopping list when i go grocery shopping it's not as not as bad as you would think you can make it you can make it like an ebook 
Yeah. Right? You could sell your, like, grocery shopping I'd list for vegans. I'd love to make a book. I've had so little time on my hands to contribute to, like, doing so. But I really want to. And that's a great idea. I appreciate mm-hmm. you for putting that in the air because yeah. I'm inspired. That's good. Audiobooks, right? You can make an yeah, audiobook. Yeah, that's easier, too. That's something that's more my speed. You can just I talk can about it. driving. Right. Yeah. Yes. Read each, like, each, um... On a list, explain why it's good. You know, yeah. Detail with that. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then also, if like you don't really feel like typing or anything like that, you can go on Fiverr and have somebody else make the book for you. That's beautiful. You're you're teaching me things that I should have known. Yeah. That's so amazing. like, literally Fiverr. Shout out to Fiverr. Like Fiverr, you can find Shout anything Fiverr, on there. Because I didn't. I've seen like an ad for you that I scrolled through, <laughs> and I feel bad for for underestimating you now. Shout no. Out I've done so much stuff. I've done, I've like, I'm a graphic designer, but sometimes, like, I just want another artist. So, like, I've got my cover arts on there. Like, I had Brain Block writing a song, and they finished the rest of my song. Like, it was crazy. Like, they they do a lot. Like, they have songwriters. They have playwriters. They have movie directors. They have everything on that Shout app. Shout out Fiverr. What? It's just people being creative. Like, yeah. it's just the creative community. So, I love it. All right, so I want to thank Panda for coming. You want to give any... Thank you for having me. Shout out um, all my friends. It's too long of a list to shout you out individually <laughs> at this point. Shout you, you If you know, you know. You're, you're one of them. Shout out to you. Shout out my TikTok community recently because they've been booming my shit. Shout out my Instagram. Follow me on all the platforms I'm mentioning. Shout out Facebook. My Facebook is dry as fuck, so like, bring that shit up for me. I don't know why my Twitter's lit. My TikTok's getting there. My Instagram's booming. Go go follow my Facebook while we're at it. All that shit. Yeah. And just follow me. True Pandana. T-R-U-E-P-A-N-D-A-N-A. I hope I didn't botch that. <laughs> thank you so much, Panda. And guys, thank you so much for subscribing and watching. And we will be more consistent with the show. We're going to be doing weekly, hopefully, or bi-weekly shows. They're going to um, blind draw. They're going to do all types of shit. We're going to do so much stuff. We have so much stuff in store for you guys. And just make sure that you subscribe, like, you know, follow me on Instagram at Perky Perp. That's P-E-R-K-Y-P-U-R-P. And also my art page, Mary's Moon Art. So you can take a look at what I'm doing, what I'm up to. And yeah, thank you guys so much. And I'll thank see you, you next time.